Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwardale, joined by Matt Crone. Matthew, how's it going? Just a nice, beautiful Thursday, feeling good, getting ready to hit the links tomorrow, have a nice little Friday afternoon in the nice 55 degree weather. It's uh, it's pretty good. How is it where you are? How's the weather? Uh, weather, absolutely. It's I guess it half sucks. It is, uh, it's warmer than it has been over the last couple of weeks, but <clears throat> a lot of rain today, very overcast, just the gloomy type of day that really matches my spirit <laughs> it's only 58 degrees though it's like it got a little warm no it's it's been pretty nice it's uh we've had a decent amount of snow already so this is oh, a nice really? change of pace yeah i think I, and i'll tell you i'm not used to that you know well yeah i mean i could see why you didn't get much you didn't get much snow in uh california not a ton, not a ton. no <laughs> it was uh anytime we saw snow it was probably just ash from a fire but no a nice is, forest fire yeah yeah you know, a nice cooling forest fire uh yeah this has been a change but uh i will like anytime that anytime that anything's going on and i start just like out of curiosity looking at houses on zillow in the pennsylvania area like i'm just blown away by how out of control that real estate market has become because like there was a decent amount of options when we were looking at houses. Ultimately, they didn't end up working for us uh, in large part because I got very angry at the realtor I was working at, who you and I both know very well. Um, right. Yes. You're going to tell me off air because I don't know who you're talking whose about. Whose initials are MM and, oh. uh, co- and coached Little League Baseball for a very long time. Oh, okay. Who I coached, who I coached CYO basketball with. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was the it was the actual M M&M and M from the commercials. It was it was the brown M M&M and M because this was a real shit experience. Uh, I did not was not happy with him at all. Almost made the switch over to uh, hey let's let's we we would like to throw out local businesses. Almost made the switch over to Tom Higgins Senior as my realtor. He does a good job from everything I see on Facebook. Yeah, uh, I, I was I was like one of my one of my buddies just randomly got shown a house by him, and I was like, "Oh, Tom shows houses. I'm gonna call him instead of my other option." But by that point, we had uh, we made an offer on the place where we ultimately got. Uh, wow. Regardless, we were looking at this house in Collegeville. I don't know if I ever sent you the link, but I think they were asking like, I think it was like eight twenty or something like that. That house, judging by what the prices are right now. I can't imagine it would be on the market for less than 1.2 million. The houses in that area are just utterly insane. It's the pricing in just, I mean, Conchahokan alone, it's just yeah. it, all the work you have to do to those houses. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, you're paying an arm and a leg just to get the house in general. But then it, like you got to throw your own money in after that, just to upgrade yeah. things. And do, it's insanity right now. I've never seen anything like it. You think it's got to hit a bubble some point right i would think so i mean you did the right thing by just marrying someone whose father builds homes so <laughs> that is the easiest way to get a home in this environment i i definitely uh i definitely pulled a quick one it was it was a good idea it was definitely easy and uh couldn't couldn't be more thankful for my situation and my family 
Absolutely. I'm not saying that you're not, there were any duplicitous uh, plans there, but it just so happened to work out for you. Uh, Yeah, no, the the prices were just crazy. Like I had a hard time finding anything I liked legitimately under like 1.3 million that didn't require a ton of work. Well, it was, it was insane. That's a lot. A lot of people are buying places right now that like, do you actually like this place or is it just because Mm. it's available and in a solid range? Like, there's no way people are finding, like, the like their dream home right now. It's like, oh, your dream home has, like, 10 different bedrooms, like, that are the size of, like, a shelf. Like, yeah. it's insanity. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, a mouse, it's a mouse house, to take it all back to our previous conversation <laughs> yeah. off the air. Yeah, all uh, these people, their dream home is right next to the freeway. <laughs> I yeah, didn't know that. A lot. A lot going on, Matthew. I've got uh, BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me, and... Right now, it is uh, it's still down. So that's that's a pickle we find ourselves in. But I do have a version from last night that I had open from another show that we did. And we're going to use those lines. Maybe slightly outdated. But, but you know, we're, gonna, we're still going to be in that area for sure. Um, man, this is an insane week. Just because... I think yesterday was the first day that the NFL has ever had in excess of 100 people on the COVID list at the same time. It seems like there is quite an outbreak in football, quite an, there's a decent outbreak in basketball. Do you think that drastic measures should be taken right now? Do you think that there's anything to people calling for, hey, maybe we should just take two weeks and pause things? Can you, though? Like, it's, it, it would be make, a, it would be a logistical nightmare, but yeah. I mean, from a safety perspective, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't know. With everything going on, I don't see the world shutting down again like it did ever before. It just doesn't. It doesn't seem like people. I don't. I don't want to say care enough, but like no, care enough is correct. Yeah. So it does. Yeah. Okay. So it just doesn't seem like people care enough. But why don't we just honestly? The step they should take is probably just not let any fans in. And then have the players, like, at least for two weeks, you know, like, hey, we're shutting it down for two more weeks. No fans, players only, testing only, everyone's getting tested. Mm -hmm. And if it's such a crazy outbreak, I think, honestly, COVID just knew that there was going to be people in fantasy playoffs this week. And they were going to knock out great players like Jalen Waddell for me and really (laughs) disappoint me. So... (laughs) Well, every team seems like they have one of those guys or two of those guys or 21 of those guys, as this is the case with the Washington football team right now, who, who would be playing the Eagles this week, starting their fifth string center. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, the NFL did change the rules a little bit today. They relaxed the, the return to play rules for vaccinated players. Unvaccinated players remain the same. And that now, instead of needing two negative tests 24 hours apart, players will only need, vaccinated players will only need one negative test to return to play. I mean, now that's an interesting thing where it's like, all right, do we think that this new strand of COVID or whatever is not as dangerous? So yeah. they can come back and with one negative test and they're not, or is it, or is it a money thing? Or is it a money business thing. thing? I think it's kind of a business thing as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's very interesting to see everything that's going on in the NFL, and just really, I'm really worried about my fantasy. That's I mean, as we all are. <laughs> I think as we most, all are. It's the most important. I'm worried about health and safety. Yeah, yeah, but like my fantasy team, very important to my life right now. That's important to my health and safety. 
I do. And what else can you ask for? That's the thing we have to take. We have to take the greatest concern with, and this time is Matt's health and safety. <laughs> so, out, of the, out of the two people on this podcast, it's pretty important. For top two at, top two. at worst. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm also in the bottom two, which isn't good, but it's, I'd rather look at it as the top two. I think we're both in the bottom two, and we're both in the top two. It's a Schrodinger's cat type situation here. As long as we don't, <laughs> as long as we don't poke into the box, we're never going to know what the reality of it is. Exactly. Um, I, I'm, I don't want anyone to be sick, but no. I do want the Eagles to win. So, oh, for sure. No, me too. And you know, uh, I, I actually, I was, I thought it was interesting because we had what the Redskins, uh, pardon me, the football team had three more players put on the, the COVID list today. So I hopped over to the Washington football team Reddit to just gauge the reaction of fans. And God knows, I, and I'm a big fan of Reddit, but God knows that this does not tend to be the most well thought out and relaxed opinion. It's <laughs> more of an immediacy type thing and, and uh, you know, verbal vomit. But they they don't even want to play. A lot of their fans don't even want to play Taylor Heineke this week. They're, they've just resigned to the loss and that the goal is to not get other people hurt. I'm okay with that. If they, I agree with these people, actually. Don't start Heineke. Start, who is their backup right now? Well, Kyle Allen is on uh, is on the COVID list. I, I, coincidentally, Matthew, uh, a player who I believe you're a big fan of, Jordan Te'amu. Oh, he's back? I believe it's, I believe he's on that on that football team practice squad. It's funny because like the only time I ever see him now is like I think it's like old Rose sports like golf. He's just like posting like Instagram videos of him like golfing now. <laughs> but I'm hey if he's back in the NFL, I'm all for it. It's funny. I so I hopped on the um, Washington football team Reddit real quick, and then someone posted Washington football team this weekend, and it's a picture of the replacements team like yeah. John Favreau, <clears throat> like I, I would Shane love Falco out there. Why not Keanu Reeves out there? Shane Falco, man. There was a rumor that after the replacement, Shane, uh, that Shane Falco, Keanu got a tryout with the Ravens, but I think that was proven to be incorrect. I mean, I will take that to the grave that that is the truth. That is he was, a sensational really bad movie. Yeah, it's a sensational bad movie. I watched it again like a year ago. Didn't he play, um, isn't his character in Point Break and that movie like the same guy? Not like, the same guy. I mean, Johnny Utah in Point Break. Yeah, uh, both both were co- both were high level college football quarterbacks. Yes. Yeah. No, I think there was it. It falls like one of those Quentin Tarantino type, like uh, falls in the same universe type deal. They just changed the name for his safety. Exactly. He, he, went I mean, he was to an FBI agent after all. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you, you can't let everybody know. <laughs> if Gary Busey, if he, Gary Busey knew that he was running around with uh, Shane Falco, I think. He, he would have taken a lot more liberties with that role. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> Bu- Busey tends to turn in very restrained performances. <laughs> Give me two. <laughs> What's he asking Spe- for two of? Meatball subs. <laughs> Speaking of uh, football quarterback uh, movies, how are you feeling about the, the big news oh, of the week? That looks so bad, dude. The <laughs> Kurt Werner movie that we're talking no, about? No, no, oh, I'm talking about... Talking about the Kevin James vehicle. Oh, oh that looks amazing. I, where did I go? <laughs> I think I te- I got a text. First of all, it's so funny that multiple, multiple friends of me have texted me the trailer. Mm. <laughs> and I'm just ecstatic for it. And I, what did I, say? I said, um, he texted me and I said, that's going to be so good. He's such a good actor. Probably an Academy Award for this. I watched mm-hmm. the trailer. Did you watch the trailer? No. It's. 
I'm telling you, it's first of all, if, we're, if you want to do the Kurt Warner movie versus this, which is going to be better, it's a hundred percent this Sean Payton. Well, or, the, Kurt, just, the Kurt Warner movie is going to be, for better or worse, is going to be very religious. Is it? Uh, who? What? Kurt, Kurt is a super religious guy. Zach Levi, uh, Zach Levi is a, he's a super religious guy. The faith is going to be a very big aspect of it. Oh, you know what? It's the same guy who did Passion of the Christ. <laughs> Mel Gibson's <laughs> making <laughs> the Kurt Warner underdog movie. <laughs> I feel like that's a bigger story. (laughs) No, no. but yeah, that move, the trailer just looked really bad. So yeah, maybe I get it. I get it. If you're saying it's like one of those where not a lot of production went into it or I don't know. Just I I mean, I don't know if it's a production aspect. That's the issue. I think it's a cheese aspect. That's the issue. It's a, it's got like, if you crossed a Disney movie with like, uh, what's that? 700 club. Interesting. I, I think get, that's I get a, it. that's that religious channel, right? What's that? There was a movie with like, I think it was like Mandy Moore religious movie. That one. Oh, this is taking a weird turn. <laughs> Saved. Have you ever seen Saved with Mandy oh, Moore? Oh, that wasn't Paul really Culkin? a religious movie, though. Was I mean that was kind of a play on that. Oh, I also saw this movie ten years ago. So. Um, well, I mean, it, amazing enough that you watched Saved eight years after it came out. Well, the thing but... is, I think I watched it in school. I think I watched it in high school, like in, in a class. So uh... that's why I thought it was like kind of just like a cheesy, like Christian movie. When a girl attending a Christian high school becomes pregnant, all of her former friends turn on her and she's ostracized and demonized. What do ostracists have to do? Uh, you know what? I don't know, but I do remember there being a couple in that movie. Uh, yeah, that there was, was one in Dude, Where's My Car? The, one of the great movies that's been made in this uh, in this last century. Uh, but yeah, so, I think Sean Payton movie is going to be good. I, or It's like a series, right? I think so. I don't understand why they're making it. I don't understand why Sandler decided this is this is the next project. But Sandler's like, wife has like a pretty good role in it. She was I saw her. Oh, in the there, now I understand why this is the next project. <laughs> yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah, I think she she's either based off what I just saw in the trailer. I don't know if she's playing like Sean Payton's wife or who she's playing, but she had like a pretty prominent role from what I saw. This is like when uh, when Judd Apatow just put his wife Leslie Mann in every movie he made for a decade. Now, yeah, it, but also like nothing against Adam Sandler's wife Jackie Sandler, but like at least Leslie Mann's like an actress. Like she That's actually fair. was in stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any movie you see Jackie Sandler's in, she's like I think she's like a massage therapist in like uh, Just Go with It or something. She's just in random little parts in all of these. I think she. She's the one in Grown Ups whenever the guy comes off the court and takes the cannoli. And she's like, did you steal? Did you just really eat your son's cannoli? You know, the famous line from Grown Ups. <laughs> That's the big one that everyone knows. <laughs> uh, zero people listening to this right now have any idea about if the scene we're room- talking about. <laughs> if my roommate from college is listening, he will understand the reference. <laughs> Well, he, you know he's he pretty much—he's pretty much our audience at this point for for where this show is going. <laughs> shout out Drew. He knows that cannoli was from Bajilio's. Oh, shout out Drew and <laughs> fuck Zed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Got dark. Let me ah, tell you what. That was a run, that was a running joke for a while. It was. I'm I'm like trying to. I have three screens open. 
trying to move around very easy. I -hmm. left my mouse at the office two -hmm. days ago, and it has been the hardest time of my life. Just working and like doing different things. Not having a mouse and just using the laptop mouse. I don't understand how anyone can do it. Oh, no, for sure. I, uh, and you know, I, I also, I switched from having four screens in my old setup to two ultra wide screens, but I basically have four screens open with the, the windows. I'm checking constantly to see if Pavada's back up. I am, I've got my email. I've got uh, all of the information for this and all. Of, and, uh, and then I like just the ran, old, r- random YouTube do, stuff. What do do I you like? like the ultra wide screens? Uh, initially, no. Uh, they grew on me, though. I've thought about uh, my, it. M- my original plan, and uh, this is, we're going to talk real first world problems here. My original plan for the office uh, when I moved was that I was going to do double, double 49 inch ultra wides and just have this like giant wall in front of me where I could, um, I assume, control everything in the universe. <laughs> quickly realized that wasn't going to be feasible because of how big a 49 inch ultra wide screen actually is. Uh, so I have two, I think they're like 35s or something like that uh, next to each other. It's I actually, it's kind of a waste because I have four really good like Acer IPS monitors, 4k monitors downstairs that I'm just not using. Yeah, um, just the, do you use them for game? Do you game at all? Or do you strictly just use them for like business and like sport? So predominantly it's business and sporkle, but since I got the new computer, I have been messing around a little bit more. I I built a computer when, when I moved and I have been messing around a little bit more playing some games. But but what's funny, you know, I, I, of course I tested out Microsoft flight simulator because it's like the most graphic intensive game in the world. And even like really, really good computers struggle to run it. Um, But the games I find myself playing is like, uh, I, I, I've played like far, far cry three, like five times on just on my computer because yeah. it's, I, I love the game and I'll just like play, I would play for like 10 minutes or something cause it was free. And then I'll, you know, go back to work. I, I did, I don't have it anymore, but I had my, my Nintendo switch hooked up to one of my monitors and, um, I played Hades a lot. Uh, the 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 roguelite that came out last year was one of the games of the year. Played that a lot. Um, are you using your keyboard? Or are you using like a controller? No Xbox controller. Okay. What are you? You well. I'm and, a, I'm so you're, an so X- you're just using the laptop, and you you don't even have the second yeah. screen going. I have no. I have three screens going. Okay, I you have, have three monitors going. Okay. I have, yeah, yeah. So thank well, God. It, I'm working straight up and down. Sitting across from me is the laptop because that's where the camera is. So that's where, uh, like, in case I have to hop on something for work. And then I have two screens, one to the left, one to the right. Okay. So that's that's kind of my setup. But, I, I mean, I don't game on this or anything. But it just just not having the mouse has really become an issue in my life. It's just... Well, anytime you don't have the extra monitors, too, and this is real first-worldy stuff. Anytime yeah. you don't have the extra monitors, it feels like 1946. Oh, when, <laughs> like, when I... When I go work. Into the, yeah, when I go into the office and only, I only have like I'll have my laptop monitor and then another one. I only have two there. I feel yeah. like I can't do as much if I don't have that third one open. And I also have a flat screen TV on the wall directly next to it. So it basically have four screens going at all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like yeah, I'm you- quoting people while playing Call of Duty and <laughs> <laughs> with the new map. But I just don't think I think I'm going to have to. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to pull the trigger on the Xbox X at some point. 
my guns aren't loading. Oh, when you don't I have the series. You don't have the you don't have the Series X yet. I still have. I want to say I got this. I still have the 360. Or no, no, not not the 360. I'm sorry. The, I have the Xbox <laughs> One that I got. I want to say three, four Christmases ago. Oh shit. Sure. So, and it's it's always worked fine. I haven't had an issue. But when I did this most recent download with the new map and Call of Duty, it's yeah. just like I'll look at like a, like the sniper and like the building like however many yards away. It's just like it looks like it hasn't come in yet. You know, like the resolution. Is it hasn't. Really yeah, it's a lot of pop in. Yeah. So that's just an issue I'm running into right now. But I'll, I'll eventually get it. I know. It. The thing is, I don't play. I don't play enough video games where like I'm ready to make the investment. I don't either, but like it was just one of those things that I just felt really strongly about trying to get done for reasons. <laughs> and uh, I do have I do have a PlayStation Five, and uh, I do have a Xbox Series X. And by the way, uh, for you know anybody who doesn't know, head over to the our, you know our Twitter at the Underdog Pods. We're giving away a PlayStation Five. Winner's going to be announced on January fourth. Also giving away some Amazon gift cards. The uh, the brand new in the box PlayStation Five is sitting ten feet away from me right now. So that'll be uh, a nice late Christmas present, nice late holiday gift for one of our listeners. I've already entered forty two times. So yeah, I, and I can guess who you are too, because you, there is uh, there are some people who, if you look at the entries, uh, it's a it's a lot of the same picture with different bios. <laughs> And they're all saying they're referencing Ole Miss and Kevin James. I probably should have branched out more Rob very Schneider stuff. Specific. Yeah. yeah, very very specific. Uh, no, we do, we do have we do have a problem with that though. But it will be a random drawing. So if uh, you know if the shenanigans occur, shenanigans occur. But we'll uh, we're trying to be shenanigan lists through all of this. But yeah, go over go over to the Twitter page at the Underdog Pods. It's a pin tweet. Retweet, follow, enter, and uh, maybe you get a PlayStation. The odds aren't that bad right now. Uh, I I have, so I have those two. I have a Switch OLED, which I have literally never played. I like um, the Switch. I do too, I but... Like, yeah, I just bought like I a do, new Mario Party, which was nice. No, the Switch can be excellent, uh, but the the new version of it really is just a slightly bigger screen and a slightly bigger, better picture. It's just... It's not worth it at all. Just if, if you're looking for a Switch this holiday season and you really don't care, just go for go for the original, go for the OG Switch. How much and, is different uh, in price? I don't know. I don't have that in front of me. But yeah. you I, don't I have that information. Uh, yeah, sorry, that's not up on any of my screens here. <laughs> but I usually I usually monitor retail prices of gaming consoles while we're doing this. Um, I just love on, the games on that on the Switch and everything because I love those Nintendo games where it's like I don't have to think. Like I can just drink like a couple high noons. And just mm -hmm. play. I've been playing Crash Bandicoot. I've been playing uh, Mario Golf. Like it's not like something I have to like really think about. My brain can just wander while I like listen to a podcast. Like Better's Delight, also yeah. on the Internet Underdog Network. So, but it's that, that seemed like an ad. Yeah, you didn't crush that. I feel like the integration could have been better. You know, <laughs> I would have I would have gone for something if we were if we were to redo this. It'd be like, uh, yeah. You know, one of the great shows that I listen to while I'm uh, while I'm watching video games is A Better's Light, which uh, I believe is on the Underdog Network, hosted by myself and my brother and my other brother and my cousin. Um, but, you know, that's just my note. <laughs> while wearing Van Heusen. While wearing Van Heusen. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Um, have I do like to switch Mario Odyssey, um, uh, Zelda, Link of what, Breath of the Wild. Excellent. Um, Hades is excellent. I, I, you know, I have a decent amount of games, but Harry really Potter, don't... Harry Potter Legos. Have you played that game? 
No, I haven't, but I will tell you that I am bizarrely excited about the Harry Potter game that uh, it was originally coming out this year. Uh, now it got pushed to 2022 for PlayStation 5. Pretty hype about that. Is it I'm, uh, out for PlayStation 5? I don't know about I don't know that, but okay. it's I know I know I saw I believe the the footage that they showed was PS5 footage a couple of E3s ago or something like that. I need to buy uh, that immediately. I have um I have an Xbox, I have an Xbox One that I, I worked at GameStop when it came out. I have a day one Xbox One. Um, I have a PS4 because I bought that to play the show when we moved here. I have Xbox, Xbox One X. Yeah. Um, and I have a 360 because I wanted to play, and I play NCAA 14 when I'm riding the, uh, the exercise bike. I think Greg did the same thing. I think he didn't, he buy 360 just to play NCAA 14. I'm like yeah, I'm, pretty positive you guys are living the same life. Yeah, that's weird. I do see his kids a lot, but <laughs> um, no, I don't. Um, it's yes, our lives are very similar. I'm watching the Hog. I'm lo- just like looking at Hogwarts Legacy pictures right now. Like there I'm you go. There, so there it excited. It looks great. It looks so fun. I think it's set like uh, like a hundred years before the the action of uh, of the Harry Potter world. Um, Did you see actually, the trailer for the new? Um, was it Dumbledore's story? Uh, I forget what it's called. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but Mads Mikkelsen is going to be an amazing Grindelwald. Yeah, I'm very excited. Sorry. Yeah, no. I, had, I had to move away for a second to take a dime away from one of my dogs who was chewing on it. <laughs> um, the se- the uh, secrets of Dumbledore, which we're all, this- we're all interested in. Yeah, I'm more interested if it was Johnny Depp because those are some secrets that I'd like to have <laughs> here told. But uh, no, Mads Mikkelsen's going to be awesome. Uh, let's let's do some picks here. As we're going to get out of here in not too long. Bavada is still down, but I do still have the odds from yesterday. So we're going to do our best with what we have in this little this little makeshift program this week. Let's um. Let's start with the Thursday night game. Kicks off in a couple hours. Kansas City goes to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. And uh, this old line, Bavada had the Chargers plus three at home. I love it. I took the Chargers. I took the Chargers plus three, and I took a money line. I think Justin Herbert, and I think I said this yesterday, they were the cutest team in the NFL. I think the Chargers are great. I think that they're uh, they're going to play some good football. So. I'm sorry, you said the cutest team in the NFL. Yep, yep, I did not misspeak. Did you do you want to care to clarify that statement? Just a bunch of cute players and cute jerseys. I don't know. Have you seen the the powder blue jerseys? They they I, are the best jerseys in football, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, and I yesterday came up. I don't even know why we were just we we're all just messing around, but yeah, I just I love the Chargers with the lightning bolt, I think is one of the best symbols in all of sports, you know? I think that's such a sick their their color scheme and everything is just so good. Yeah, those those jerseys. I mean, I remember when they uh, they released those uniforms. Well, you know, what a year ago now. Just the the response was just utterly unbelievable. It was so good. Uh, hope to God we don't hear my dog right now because I, a, I was like, yeah. I was like, you better throw up. No, that is <laughs> your uh, dog that is that is my dog Archie making his podcast debut, sniffing the microphone because <laughs> they got stuck in here with me as a. Uh, as their mother is uh, is preoccupied, so I do like that you named him after future um, 
Ole Miss quarterback Arch Manning. That that is. I'm glad you're one of one of us. Feels good. Yes. Uh, his well, he, this this abomination is uh, he's a pug Labrador mix. They're they're pugadors is what they're called. He is a weird looking animal, and we we thought it would be we thought it would be funny to give him as he chews on my microphone cord. Um, to give him like the most proper name possible. So his real name is Archibald Stewart Horwardell Esquire the Fourth. I'm glad he got his he got his lawyer degree and everything. That's awesome. Does, I'm glad he went back to school for that. Yeah, no, he takes he's has actually gone to yeah, so he's gone to two things of puppy school. He's a star puppy. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a sham because doesn't behave like a star puppy. But um <laughs> I think I think school starts back up for him on the 11th, and we're all excited about it. A little puppy kindergarten, you know, it's well, important. <laughs> you got, hey, man, you got a tricks. I think the tricks class is coming up. But uh, I, I would tell you what, I was very excited. I taught my dog to roll over in about one week. Like I actually, it was like only a few days, and it was like one of the most. It was like watching a kid graduate as an attorney. Like she's like, it was one of the most. It was exciting. like watching a kid graduate as an attorney. You that, put Esquire that, that common, in my head. That common trope. You put Esquire in my head, son. But, but yeah, no, I just watching her do a rollover trick that I taught her was one of the most exciting things that I've done in probably the last like fifteen years. Well, there there is something really interesting to it, right? Because neither one of us has kids. Yeah. The dogs are the closest to children that we have. And I experienced that same thing. When we brought Arch home, he was, uh, I think it was like two and a half, three months old. And it was really cool to watch him learn how to do stuff in real time and pick yeah. stuff up. Like you get, you do get proud. Oh yeah. No, for certain. It's just, yeah, no, it's, and I, I, I've known this dog since the minute it was born and just watching like every time it's just like, you can see like them get bigger and then like, she knows to like go to the bathroom and do different things. And you're just like, it, it is a sense of pride in watching your dog grow up. Well, and one of the, the nicest things, and I imagine this holds true to children as well, uh, is that as they get a little bit older, they can, they can hold it for a yes. little bit longer. And That's... that is a, that is a delight because I remember for a very long time, we were getting up at the beginning, multiple times per night to take yeah. him out. And then it was like, Oh, we were getting up three hours before we would have on another day while, you know, well, I was getting up three hours before I would have on another day. That's the take best thing about so my dog. My dog is currently like two and give her so a couple months, but we take her out at like eight 30 at night. She goes, she does the bathroom and then she is good to go and perfectly fine until like nine 30 the next day. No wish. And it's been like this for over a year now. So I want to say like at the start of like her being one years old, She's been able to hold it for literally like 12 hours with zero issue, not wanting to even go outside herself. It is the best. Like, I still know people that have dogs that are like three, four years old that need to go out at 3 a.m., 6 a.m. Like, they're getting up like that. And like, that would be like, it's, I'm super proud of this dog for that. Yeah. Shots fired at Ruby. <laughs> no, Ruby, I don't know. <laughs> Ruby just, she sleeps more than any dog I know. I love Ruby. I, I saw Ruby yesterday. Ruby, actually, Ruby and Lily got to meet. They uh, they had a very nice sniff session. So we had one of those the uh, the other day as I was walking my I, I take Arch out for walks at you know like eight o'clock a lot just to get rid of some of the puppy energy, and we're walking down one of the streets here, and it was 
all I hear through my headphones is some dog like barking and running towards us. I look over and there's this like weird, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a doodle. I couldn't tell you what it's mixed with, mm. but uh, a bigger dog and just like running at the two of us. And I was like, oh, this is not great. Uh, but yeah, he just came over. They all kind of sniffed each other. The uh, owner apologized and uh, brief interaction. We were out of there. It was, it all went well, but uh, Arch, Arch made a new friend. And uh, always what are you going to do? Always, always good. good. Make, make new friends. I think it's good for everyone to make friends. Let's get a couple more picks and get out of here. The Philadelphia Eagles, Matt Crone, take on the Washington football team this Sunday. And uh, Washington comes to Philadelphia. Bavada had the Eagles minus nine and a half. It's up to nine now. I'm oh. seeing nine. Okay, yeah. I saw six. We saw. I think whenever we did that podcast, I think I looked at it like two days ago, and I just, I didn't even like the six. And I know everyone like there's all the sicknesses and everything. I just saw a report that uh, what Nick Mullins was reporting to Washington. Yeah, he's he was their practice squad quarterback. They called him up onto the active roster. I'm not. I I, I think the Eagles win, but I'm not. I can't do it. Not that's way too many points. I'm taking Washington. I can't do it. That's way I, too many points for an underachieving like team. Philly has to win this in a blowout, or it's a disaster. I mean, you'd think. Is, so, I saw reports of Jalen Hurts' ankle. People were worried because it was like a similar sprain to something. he had. Remember when he had that in college? Yeah. Just sit so. him. There's no reason to play him this week if he's not 100%. Didn't you get the job done? He proved it. 100% against an undermanned Washington team missing potentially 11 starters. Yeah, if you can't win that, you probably don't deserve to play in the NFL. Agree. Hard agree. Uh, this one's interesting too, because of what happened last night, the Houston Texans traveled to Jacksonville to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars and, uh, Bavada had the Jaguars, I believe it was by two and a half. That line is, uh, the last line I saw was, uh, Jacksonville minus five. Do we think Urban takes the Notre Dame job? Oh, he, that guy is radioactive. Well, he's not going to kick some, kick the new guy out who already has the job. Why not? Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I I don't know, man. That how hard did you think he kicked him? Not very hard, but that was just. I honestly think that was just. I would not be surprised, and I, I have nothing to back this up. But I have. I would not be surprised if that was a story that was known ever since it happened, and somebody from uh, from the Jacksonville organization, on the behest of owner Shad Khan. Went out, gave, you know, gave a call to Josh Lambeau and said, "Hey, maybe this would be a good time to tell this story." And uh, we could potentially, know. this is potentially, because uh, you know they're trying to not pay him as much money as they can yeah. of what they owe him. I, just as a guy who grew up playing sports, competitive sports his entire life. It, I mean, a little. I I don't know how hard the kick was. I'm just mm -hmm. like you. I read that story and I'm like. I'm like my first initial reaction is like to the kicker, like, dude, shut up, dude. Like, did he yeah. really hit you? Like, come on, man. Like, was it really the end of the world? Like, I get it if you're saying like he shoved me to the ground or like punched me or like did something. Like, was it really that hard of a kick? Like, I like I don't know. I don't know. I get it well, if I you like if he high booted your ass. Like, I get it. <laughs> but need him in the face. Like, from what I even but like from his story, the kicker's story, doesn't he said like. Oh, it wasn't the hardest kick in the world, but like, 
Well, I, I think the the other stuff that goes along with it, the the comment of like he said something like, "Hey, dipshit, make your fucking field goals" or something. Okay, what's wrong with that? I mean, what, what are kickers supposed we, to do, Chris? We but we live in a very PC world, and you can't. That's we. That stuff isn't okay, especially with everything else that I, that we know about know. Urban Meyer. Are are people being babies? Yes, I had the argument last night. Their children are babies now. I but, agree. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But, being a kicker know. and being told to like make kicks, I what's what's the issue with that? Oh, you called yeah. me dipshit. I've been called ten. Like I'm sure that guy's been called ten times worse from his friends if he has oh, good yeah. friends. Like, <laughs> like come on. It, I don't know. It's especially the kick. Like come on. Hey, dipshit, make your kicks. I feel like Urban could have said way worse stuff. You don't you probably think? did in fairness. Well, okay. Well, in fair. <laughs> if he did, then yes. <laughs> I don't know. It just it didn't seem that bad. I don't know. Just like a no, uh, it's a four month old event too. Yeah, and when the kicker was like equating it to like a business scenario, like I think it's a little bit different. Like, like if, if my boss came, he's like, "Hey, dipshit! Like, make your sales." <laughs> like, all right, well, hold on a second. Like, this is, like the office environment, I feel like is different than a football field environment. You know, literally stretching on a football field. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I stretch in the office. Yeah, I've look. done. We had a ten pound dumbbell, man. I used to I used to get some lifts in. Stay limber. You you really got to tone up there in the office. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but where are you? Do we think Do we think Jacksonville has that coach fired bump this week against Houston, or are they just so dysfunctional? It doesn't matter. Is Davis Mills still playing quarterback for the Texans? And played well last week. I'll take the Texans. Okay. I don't still think the Jags are that good. I think they're I ready to pack. Not. I I think they're ready to pack it in. Last thing we're going to talk about the uh, Monday night. Well, that's uh, yeah, the Monday night game. The Minnesota Vikings traveled to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. And uh, last I saw, Bavada had this line: Bears plus four and a half. Vikings, Bears stink. Vikings are decent enough where they're going to keep their playoff hopes alive, and they'll win by a touchdown. Okay. Well, look, I think we covered all of the big things. COVID destroying humanity, Kevin James, uh, what's what's Sandler's wife's name? Jackie. Jackie Sandler <laughs> and uh, and the Chicago Bears. So I, I think I think we're good for this week. Uh, a little bit of a struggle just because of the, the website being down. So we apologize for that. We'll be back to normal next week. Until then, I've been Chris Horwell. He's been Macron. We thank you for listening and we will see you next time.